Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to this Men Life Well show where we apply biblical wisdom to your financial journey. I'm certified kingdom advisor Mark Trice, and as always, my trusty sidekick and fellow financial provider, advisor, <laughs> he provides and he advises, Jesse Providing Hamilton. Providing advice, right? Yeah. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. Well, you know, hey, it's Halloween's Eve. It's here. Um, and all Hallow's Eve. I, I really don't care for the holiday myself, but... You know, I was taking a walk the other day in my neighborhood and decorating is such a big deal now. And is that a big deal in your neighborhood? It kind of is. But the the displays that I've seen are just really I'm like, yeah, no, not for not, me. Not very tasteful, <laughs> huh? So but in, and it's surprising because Halloween decorating has become more, almost as popular, if not more popular than decorating for Christmas. I know. It's strange. Which is scary. It kind of talks about the world we live in. <laughs> so today, folks, on the Spend Life Well Show, we're going to be talking about the dark side of home improvement. Fitting topic for today, right? That's right. The dark side of home improvement. Kind of give you some ins and outs of things that you have to be aware of. Today's verse and scripture, we're reading from Luke 14, 28, which basically says, suppose one of you wants to build the tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? And uh, that verse is kind of fitting for any type of home improvement uh, type project or, or thing. I know we see we work with a lot of clients that maybe are living in, a, in an updated or outdated home. Uh, they feel like that, that Formica from the 1980s is just getting a little too hard to look at and mm -hmm. they want to um, do that. So especially in the interest rate environment we're in right now, people are staying in their homes longer, so they want to improve them. That's right. So Jesse, there was a study that was released recently from the National Council on Aging. Didn't know that was a thing. Uh, yeah, we, we knew there's, there's a new organization now we have never heard of, but they uh, shared a story about a homeowner scam in Massachusetts. Right. So Jump into that. what happened here is the victim alleged that a, a contractor damaged his home's foundation and didn't return to finish the work even after taking several thousand dollars in payments. And this is not a rare occurrence. No, it happens quite often. So since 2007, uh, there's been 109,000 home improvement scams reported to the Federal Trade Commission, and that's over $200 million in losses. And a lot of people are just ashamed that they got swindled and they don't report the they, crime. They don't want to tell them about it. Uh, oftentimes, scammers will seek out older homeowners who they expect to be more trusting, maybe wealthier, and more likely to have memory or cognitive problems. This sounds That's, awful. It sounds awful. That's really sad to hear. And so just in 2020, this is the latest date, data that we have, homeowners funneled an estimated $420 billion. With a B. That's with a B, into remodeling projects. And so, you know, some of these home and remodeling stuff isn't as simple as walking into Walmart or Home Depot and making a purchase, right? There's sometimes we're knocking out walls, we're, we're you know, redoing all bathrooms together. Have you ever attempted something like that on your own? Have I what? Have you ever attempted a major remodel on your own? Yes, I'd rather not talk about it. Justin. Okay. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I, I have, and and uh, that's why I always hire a professional. Okay. 
Um, so anyway, I, I could, we don't have enough time on the podcast today to talk about my home improvement mistakes. <laughs> so, um, you know, with, with major retailers, there's a high level of comfort that that retailer will provide a good product and stand behind it in a warranty, right? right? That makes sense. And some home improvement companies, and I know a lot of local uh, construction people that are very trustworthy, but there are others out there that are looking to make a fast buck. And I, I think that's especially true, especially here in Texas when we have hailstorms. Mm-hmm. There are people from all over the all over the country come into an area, and they're suddenly a roofing expert. Now they may legitimately have a lot of experience, but they're they're basically ambulance chasers uh, with that. Mm-hmm. They all come out after the storms, and they're just looking to make the fast buck. The quality of work a lot of times in these situations is, you know, that that's not really high on their list of things that are important. And scammers often try to take your money and leave you with little value. Our pastor was telling a story how he got scammed on a on a hailstorms thing where he's trying to get dents out of a, a truck he bought, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and so they made it look like they were working really hard. And they said that, hey, there's some things I need, I need to do here. We'll come back tomorrow, but I need you to go ahead and pay me half of of the projected cost so I can pay for the equipment and all that different stuff. Did they show back up? No. They no, didn't. never showed up. So, so you want to make sure that anybody that you're working with is properly insured, bonded, and so forth. We're going to talk about some things to help you identify those scams. So Jesse, why don't you kick that off? So here's our list of red flags um, to identify a scammer. The first one is... Um, someone knocking on doors claiming to be in the area or looking for business, uh, you should avoid that. We see that all the time. It's like, I'm going to be, we get it from from wholesalers. <laughs> I'm going to be in your area. And I always reply back to them. It's like, where's my area? Yeah. And they don't know where I am. Another big one is um, claiming that they have material left over from a previous job and they're going to give it to you cheap. Oh, that's so nice of them. Uh-huh. So and, nice. And often a complete stranger, they're going to help you out. That's right. And they're oftentimes that either if they actually have material, they probably stole it. Yeah. And and then two, um, that's just a way to get you in, to, to hook you and think you're saving money. That's right. One of the big areas, though, Jesse, is the pressure, right? The pressure is on, yeah. You have to make a decision right now. That's a because um, if you don't, I'm going to your next door neighbor and giving this special offer to them. Exactly right. I, I've seen that from solicitors coming up to my house before, but um, luckily not with contract work or home improvement. Well, how, how about, how do we pay people? How, how should we, what's another scam red flag? Scammers are looking for upfront payments and cash only transactions. That sounds like how your pastor might've got scammed. Yeah. Uh, he was highly recommended. I don't know by who, but anyway, yeah, he wanted, he wanted upfront payments. I mean, depending on the situation, reasonably reasonably you should really only require maybe a third down mm-hmm. because if if that contractor does not have the cash resources to buy the necessary supplies to start the project then they're not really legitimately in business mm-hmm. you don't get into that now they may need money up front that's why i say a third and have milestones but never give a contractor for home improvement things all the money up front especially if they're uh, using point number two and they have, quote, materials left over, you don't even have to buy it. Yeah. um, Another big one is asking you to get the required permits. So they're the the builder, they're the contractor. They're the professional. Yeah. 
They, I don't want to mess with going down and getting the right permits. I don't either. But, uh, you know, they might get you to do that. What's another one about when it comes to money, borrow money? Yeah, if they ever suggest that you borrow a money from a lender that they know, um, you might want to avoid that. Right. And then the final one, scammer, that we th- think about sometimes is re- refusing to sign a contract. Like, they, they don't want to produce any type of bill or invoice or statement of work. No paper trail. And they insist on a handshake deal. You know, my word is my bond. And that's usually about as shaky as the the paper that the exactly. contract might have been written on. Exactly. So how do we avoid these scammers when it comes to home improvements? So you want to find somebody who's licensed and insured so that they have a backup plan if something crazy happens, if they get hurt at your house on your property. I mean, they're licensed by the state. They're bonded. In other words, they have a, a, a surety bond to ensure their work it, should something happen to your property during that time. Mm-hmm. A great way is to get a recommendation from a family or a friend that has used them before. You know, when it, I, I needed to get gutters because I was having water pooling around my, the foundation of my house. And I didn't want to spend money on gutters. But when we bought this house years ago, they didn't have gutters. And uh, so I, I asked around the people that had used people in town and found one that I was happy with. It turns out he actually goes to my church. And, and so I felt safer knowing that that person had been recommended by people that have used that company. Right. And okay, yeah, he went to church with me too. That, not that's a criteria at all. We have to be careful about those things because yes, there are some people that may be unscrupulous going to your church, but that helped me feel better to get those recommendations mm-hmm. from friends. Right. You can also check with your local home builders association or uh, reputable builders in your area. I know that this is something I've done before. I have a contact with my builder, kind of a catch-all handyman. And if he can't fix it, he can give me somebody who can. Yeah, that's good. So what about researching that business online and reading reviews? Yep. Uh, Online reviews usually don't lie. Obviously, if somebody had one really bad experience, you don't want to base it on that. But um, that's a good way to search. And and, and a lot of these contractors will register with the Better Business Bureau. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you, and you can see if they've got lots of complaints through the Better Business Bureau, uh, then you want to make sure that you're being very cautious about that. Mm-hmm. Usually a, a contractor that has a website, they're not going to put negative reviews on there. Yeah. But some things like Yelp and, and the Better Business Bureau can have some reviews on there for those things. Yeah. And as we said before in the red flags section, you want to get written estimates, read them carefully and avoid paying for it all up front. Yeah, only only in installments and so forth. Now, let's talk about a little bit about some of the loan scams because that's that's kind of iffy, especially if you're if your contractor is agreeing to finance it through um, something that they do, or maybe it's a lender they use, and you want to make sure you're shopping around for that because that could be a scam in itself. Mm-hmm. Never agree to a loan uh, without understanding all the terms of the loan. And uh, here's one that we actually have seen before. Uh, don't sign a document that has blank space in it. Well, that's a big that's a big no-no in our business. Yeah. Talking about financial documents and things, we have to have everything completed before we even sent, submit or ask the client to sign things. You want to make sure there's not a lot of lo- loan, there's not a lot of blank spaces. I was doing a lease for my daughter the other day, she wanted me to review it and so forth. And I knew that the apartment complex required a, a security deposit, but that was blank. Yeah. And that's, 
I had to push back and say, sorry, we're not signing this until we get this is completed. So mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. They could go back in and fill it in. And it's like, wait a minute, I didn't agree to pay $10,000 for a deposit. Yeah. Any pressure that you get in the actual signing process is a problem. Yeah. So if you are a victim of a scam, it's so important that you report that crime to your state attorney's general's state attorney general's office. You can also uh, look at the BBB. There may be a local um, home builders association that you can report that to. It's so important to make sure that this scam that was com- committed on you to be reported, and so other people can know about it as well. Yeah, that's right. And of course, you want to be networking and talking to people. That's a way to stay safe. Yeah. So when you're thinking about um, doing remodeling around the house, there's several things you need to consider. Watch out for scams. There's a lot of shysters out there that we don't want you to get exposed to. But in our final minutes, Jesse, I just want to kind of mention, because a lot of people people are thinking about me selling their house, and they got a lot of information from realtors. Yeah. And some of that it's helpful, some of that it's not. Uh, one of the things that, and, and I took a class years ago from a professional home flipper that um, went in, bought properties, improved them, turned them over to resale or rent them. And he gave us a, a, a guide to what things provide the most value. Now, a lot of people don't realize that making that significant investment in remodeling the property may help you sell your house faster, but you will never get the value out of it. That's, That's right. important to remember. We we see this quite a bit with all types of clients where they, they want to invest this large sum of money in their home. And their thought is, well, I'll I'll get it back for sure when I sell the home, all of it. Or and maybe you almost even more. never do. You almost never do. Um, but that doesn't mean don't do it. it. You know, if you're going to enjoy that remodel, let's say it's a kitchen remodel or a bathroom remodel, and you're going to live there for a number of years, and that's for your personal enjoyment, by all means, if you've got the money, go ahead and do that. But don't put money into a remodel thinking that it's an investment and you're going to get that money back because you probably won't. Yeah, I mean, there's no way to know what the real estate market will be when you do decide to sell. Now, our our listeners that are realtors are going to send this nasty note <laughs> because um, we disagree with them in this aspect. It may very well help your home sell faster if it has an updated kitchen. Which does have monetary value to you to yes. get that that sale quickly. But what all we're saying is, is that don't expect to get 100% of the money that you put into the remodel. Don't expect to get that back on the sale of the property mm-hmm. because it's not as valuable as you think. Some of the most important things that you can do if you're thinking about upgrading your home or maybe you're trying just to simply prepare it for a sale hey, a a coat of fresh paint can do wonders for improving the value and the resale value of your home. And so that's not too hard to do, especially if you paint yourself. Sure. Uh, Even hiring a contractor is not going to be outrageously expensive, but doing that, you may not get the value out of it, but if you're looking for things to help improve the resale value, cleaning up the house, putting a fresh coat of paint on in the inside in certain rooms or maybe the trim around the house, cleaning up the yard, getting all the weeds and things like that, or overgrown bushes and and trimming those back. Those things can help with the resale value. But just remember, if you're thinking about making a major investment uh, or upgrades or remodeling your home, do it for your enjoyment, not because it's going to, you're going to get value out of it uh, in a monetary way when it's time to sell. 
just doesn't happen that way. Well, I hope it's been helpful to uh, to all the listeners about what to avoid. We don't want to see anybody get scammed. Yeah, avoid the scary scams. Be cautious about when you're doing home remodeling uh, or roof repairs and things. Make sure you do your homework, talk to friends, ask for suggestions and recommendations. And folks, um, you know, until next time, hopefully you survive Halloween. <laughs> but uh, until next time, you've been listening to the Spend Life Well Show. Have a blessed week.